Spoiler alert! The Silver Screen Redemption includes few to no spoilers. Due to Houston and Brian's lack of cinematic knowledge, most of their movie information is either false or imagined. However, if they still leave you feeling paranoid about potential spoilers, please check the episode description for details. Good morning, Vietnam! Too loud. <laughs> Good morning, everyone at Houston. Welcome to the recording, I guess. <laughs> Did we start recording? This is it. Oh. That, I just That's what the red button means. You can start it this week. Um, welcome to the Silver Screen Redemption, the, the home of the Good Burger, Can I Take Your Order? I don't know how to say the start thing. <laughs> it's a comedy podcast <laughs> where we take your favorite movie franchises and make a jip... Uh, it's words <laughs> subjectively necessary sequels i'm houston bodily i'm brian perry and we're recording early in the morning this morning yeah brian you're gonna have to monologue this one okay, I, I don't do mornings you've got your mountain dew you've got your uh your energy there we're ready to go it hasn't kicked in it's gonna be a minute yes so next week when this episode comes out i will be out of town i will be traveling the midwest the north midwest i guess um Let's be clear. A lot of people get this mixed up. Utah is not part of the Midwest. It is not. It is the West or the Mountain West. That is something that infuriates me like nothing else. (laughs) Yes. We are intermountain. Yes. Yeah, I I, I think intermountain, the Mountain West. I think even the West is fine. I think if you imagine old old timey gunfight, that could have happened in Utah. We're like the old West, but yeah. modernized. We're the less wild West. We're the mild <laughs> West. <laughs> we don't use like the six round pistols. We well, I I was gonna make like some a, people around here definitely still do probably. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. I'm too tired. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm but, just mumbling stuff. That's gonna be me this whole episode. You're just gonna have to keep going. Probably. But I'm going to inter- escape the Inner Mountain West and go to the Midwest. I'm going to to the gleaming diamond of the the middle of the country which is called chicago and uh i'm gonna have a ferris bueller's day off just like ferris bueller did in the movie except ferris bueller's brian day perry. off brian perry's day off except i'm gonna be there for four days what is a brian perry day this is so hard brian <laughs> i don't know what no i know exactly when i'm tired because i only had like four hours of sleep last night well that is rough yeah well, tell me what a Brian Perry day off looks like, oh, so that you can keep talking. And I, I'm don't. gonna, I'm gonna go to a. Uh, I almost said a Wrigley's game, which is not a thing. A Cubs game at, at Wrigley Stadium, <laughs> Wrigley Field. I don't know that what it's called. That good old baseball team, the Chicago Wrigley's. <laughs> Chicago Wriggly's. They're just um, wriggling into the October playoffs. Exactly. <laughs> That's what they is that what they call them the October playoffs? Is that a thing? October playoffs. That's what baseball calls their playoffs. Um. So, um. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go to the art institute and I'm gonna stare for a really long time at that one painting of the people at the park, and it's gonna really touch me because I'm gonna feel like Cameron from from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm definitely more of a Cameron than a Ferris. Let's just say that. Except without the abusive I think, parents. I think there's like a triangle. There's like Ferris. There's Cameron, and there's Brian. Yeah, because none of you are like anything like each other. Yes, I'm. I think I'm all. a healthy mix between the two, but leaning a little more towards Cameron. I'm a little more reluctant to go on a 
on a Ferris Bueller's Day off to Chicago. You're probably more like a Sloan, actually. I don't know why we didn't put her into the equation. Well, it's because, yeah, when you said there was a triangle, I was like, well, there is a, definitely a triangle in that movie. <laughs> it does not include me. You're definitely like Sloan, besides the fact that you have a lot of facial hair. Right. And I am not a cheerleader, and I'm not still in high school. And I'm not going to marry Ferris Bueller. I don't really Bueller. get like the stereotypical cheerleader vibe from her, though. I don't at all. But she is one, right? I, I believe so. I think they say she's on the cheerleading squad. Because she's like super popular and Ferris is super popular and yeah. they're a totally rad couple or yes. something. Yep. They're, he's a totally righteous Ruby dude. Are hired in the, I think in he the met, he's a totally righteous dude. He's a totally righteous dude. There we go. Um, so um, maybe it's, maybe this is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Maybe that's our episode. I was thinking either that or the Mild Mild West in honor of Utah being the Mild Mild West. You mean the Wild <laughs> Wild West starring Will Smith and Kevin yes. Klein? Yes, but we're less wild than that. So we're the Mild West. Oh, that's true. Um, we're, I was going to make that joke early on when we were actually talking about that, but then I just didn't get around to it. But then I was like, ah, I'll throw it in here. No one will notice that like, it didn't make any sense. I like this, that I don't have to talk very much. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm a morning person. I think I'm just discovering right now that I'm a morning person. I've been up for two hours playing Hollow Knight, which is a good game. What's Hollow Knight? It's a game. It's a little platformer. Well, well you're, duh. You're, but... you're, you're a little bug, and you jump around, and you stab people with your nail. Is this going to be our podcast? I just ask you questions. and Okay, perfect. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is the Hollow Knight adaptation. What kind of bug are you? I don't know. You're like a little knight. And like, man, it's actually the lore in this... And this game goes very deep, no pun intended, actually pun kind of intended, because it all happens underground in the dirt, and you discover this entire kingdom underneath the ground called Hollow Nest, and I'm really, oh, okay, oh, we lost Houston. 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 I'm, I'm here. I lost you there for a second. Yeah, <laughs> you bored me to death. Yeah, it's, uh, it's... The other the other problem with me telling the whole plot of Hollow Knight is that I am not that far into it. How about we make a movie? Let's make a movie out of uh, let's let's go to our old friend Mr. Dango. Mr. Dango, unchain him. <laughs> let's unchain Mr. Dango. <laughs> for those of us new to for those of you new to the show, uh, Fandango Unchained is our segment where when we don't know what we're doing yet, we just look up Fandango and see what happens. Just talk about things that are currently in theaters. Okay, I'm going to do like a spiritual summon of energy real quick. All right. It's what I do in the morning when I need to get going. Start off with some stretches, some eagle stretches, and some eagle noises. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you did the, the noise because the the wing flapping is not good audio. Just and start. I'm ready to go, Ryan. Okay. Let's do this. Okay. Fandango. <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. That's a that's a rich vein, literally. Um, yes, we've kind of tapped on it already. We have. Um, we didn't make a movie though. We didn't. And the the proposed movie that we did suggest was Crazy Rich Chris's, which does get rid of the whole like let's celebrate Asian culture aspect. Yeah, let's so let's celebrate Chris little, culture, yeah. which is to say white culture. That is a little ignorant white of us. Um, we have the. I think we let's keep Crazy Rich Asians on our radar because I do think it'd be fun. <laughs> Uh-huh. I don't know that we're fully equipped for it, so let's keep looking. The Predator, we've done it. We've um, that one could definitely use some redemption because it's not getting good reviews. Oh, interesting. It's debatably the worst Predator movie of all time. Huh. Interesting. 
It does have a silver screen favorite in it, though, which is Sterling K. Brown. And I do think we need to revolve our movie around Sterling K. Brown. Okay. Again. Cause I, I think we steer clear of Predator because we've already been there and I still don't know anything about it. But I think <laughs> No, that's... we tapped into the Alien franchise. We didn't do Predator, Brian. We also did Predator, didn't we? Well, they have the AVP movies. We just did the crossovers. Okay. I what thought it... we did all of them because I don't know anything. <laughs> uh, we have The Nun. Could um, be fun. Yeah, a fun nun. What do you think? That's also another one. I wonder if we need to combine the Predator and the Nun because they both got really bad reviews. They were very disappointing features, and I wonder if they could service each other by making a Predator Nun or a Holy Predator. I mean, isn't that what the Nun basically is in the Nun? She's like a she kills people. Yeah, but does she hunt them for sport and game? No. Is that what the Predator is about? Man. Yeah. He he's like. Imagine that dentist that went and shot a giraffe in the neck, but okay. he was an alien with like a crab face. Got and it. that's the predator. Huh. Okay. Do you not know anything about the predator? I really don't. We even did that whole episode about alien and talked about the predator crossovers, but you kind of just let me tell lies about the franchise. And I didn't mean, actually tell true. me anything. I would suggest doing the same thing, but literally three of the titles or four of the titles in the predator franchise are Predator, Predator 2, Predators, <laughs> and The Predator. Okay. So it wouldn't be very interesting. Probably not. Yeah, Alien had some better subtitles for me to work with. Yes. Um, if you haven't listened to our Alien episode, go do that. It's one of our earlier ones. and I'm. I, it's pretty great. I it's, have no idea. It's completely narrated by Anna Kendrick, if that sells you on anything. Oh, here's one, Searching. Yes, so, I, I would actually highly recommend that... Everyone go and see that. This is something I want to do maybe once a week, even though we record bi-weekly. But once a week, I want to recommend a movie for everyone. Okay. Um, it's a very lesser known movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a very good mystery. Is it lesser known? I thought it was like a big... I don't know. I, I just haven't seen that much hype for it. Interesting. And I think everyone should go see it. Search it out in local theaters. Uh, nah, yeah. nah. Search it out. That being said... I don't really know if there is a very good sequel to be had from it. We could adapt the whole shot from the concept, a computer, yeah, yeah, yeah. a computer screen aspect. Maybe that's what the nun needed. Maybe that is. Maybe what the, the nun, nun needed to all be filmed through a camera, through a computer. Um, but then again, that's kind of what Unfriended was—a scary nun-like monster, not necessarily really? nun, but a huh. a scary demon in the computer. There's, I'm looking at three here that I have no idea what they are and I've never heard of them. A Simple Favor, White Boy Rick, and Peppermint 2018. Okay. Real brief description. Simple Favor is Blake Lively and... Oh, a I totally have. Yeah, Anna I've seen Kendrick, for this. Yeah. And they do something and they're like moms or something. Uh, White Boy Rick, Matthew McConaughey is a dad and his son does something. And Peppermint, Jennifer Garner is a mom and she and kills someone or something. Oh, okay. These are very useful descriptions. <laughs> They're all very parent-themed. Um, that's it. I mean, there's Unbroken Path to Redemption, but I that's probably a small Christian film that probably won't be as Yeah, we actually really hate Christian films on this. Yeah. What about this? What if we look at... This is why we don't record in the morning, Brian. <laughs> I lose my chain of thought. Maybe, maybe we need to start with a studio demand because we are just like not there this morning. 
I I'm working at ten percent of the ten percent that I use for my brain. Okay, one uh, percent of my brain tonight. Let's spin the- this morning. Holy crap! <laughs> I think we need to spin the wheel. It'll get our brains going, and here we go. Okay. Okay, this studio demand is from Alan. Uh, and Alan, thanks, Alan. Like the Velociraptor from Dress Park Three. Okay, Alan is can it, they can talk? This one can in oh. a dream sequence. Oh, okay. Um, Alan's, Alan, <laughs> Alan's suggestion is a previously minor character is actually the Pittsburgh Poisoner, which is kind of hard to work with because we don't have a movie yet. But whatever movie we do, a minor character is actually the Pittsburgh Poisoner. Well, there's obviously one obvious way we can look about this and that's going to movies in chicago pittsburgh poisoner he's this out-of-town serial killer he's trying okay. to take chicago by storm okay um, I, off to. I, I was gonna say pittsburgh but that's just too on the nose too obvious yeah because that's uh, a, a previously minor character yeah you have to be like oh okay he was in the first movie in the background the whole time and now you watch this movie and you can go back and you can see him in the background and know what he was plotting the whole time. That being said, he whoever plays the Pittsburgh Poisoner does need to be in the first movie as a very minor character. Right. So so, so say we're going Chicago. That makes me feel like Ferris Bueller's Day Off because we've already been there to this episode. Are we doing a Ferris Bueller's Day Off horror sequel? You know what? What What's the... Not the president... Like the president of the school position, principal, principal. principal. What if the principal? I wouldn't be surprised at all if he was in Pittsburgh. Okay, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he was some kind of poisoner or murderer because he's very creepy. But let me pull up this list of movies filmed in Chicago. I don't know that he's like. I don't know that he's a minor character though. He's like the primary antagonist of that movie. Can I hit you with this though? Okay. Poison. Poison. It's a jaw. Poison. Jaws in the windy city. No, it's the Bueller teacher. Bueller. Oh, got it. I thought you were doing the Jaws theme. Well, he could. Bueller. Okay. Bueller. 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 Like I was like I thought you were. Come from the land of the ice and snow with a minute and glow. I can't wait to put Immigrant <laughs> Song in this Ferris Bueller gods. horror sequel. Okay, so the teacher is the Pittsburgh Poisoner is what you're saying. Yeah. I think that's what I'm getting from this noise that's <laughs> happening over out of your face. The principal is the Pittsburgh... You not know, the principal. The economics teacher. Can I read ben you Stein. some other movies okay. that are filmed in Chicago? Because yeah. I'm not quite sure I'm feeling Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yet. Okay. But I do like. I'm just super super psyched about it because I am I am going to see. You're Chicago having a day off to have there. My Ferris Bueller's Day Off for four days. Home Alone, the first one, not the second one where they're lost in New York. Obviously, that is one not that one's not in Chicago, as I guess from the title. But the Home Alone, which the uh, is the Home Alone, the the new one coming out, like the, is, the Predator, the Home Alone, <laughs> the Home Alone, Home Alones, Home Alone Two. <laughs> Home Alone versus Predator. Um, actually, it'd be Alien yeah, versus, versus Home, Home Alone. Yeah. There is Stoned Alone, the Ryan Reynolds film that's coming out. Oh, I've heard Christmas. about that. Yeah, uh, the Fugitive. 
Fifteen. The Blues Chicago. Brothers, which is the most Chicagoy movie. It's very Chicagoy. Um, I don't know anything about that movie though, other than the song, that one song. Now I have a comeuppance with this one. It says The Dark Knight, which everyone knows that's actually filmed in Gotham. I don't know why. It's on I don't know list. that it was filmed in Gotham. <laughs> no, it was filmed in Gotham, Brian. Okay. High Fidelity, Primal Fear, Backdraft. My Best Friend's Wedding, starring Julia Roberts. There it is. It's My Best Friend's Wedding. Okay. My best, so Julia Roberts. <laughs> I don't know anything about that movie She either. comes back. She's actually married her best friend. Uh, no. Isn't I, that what happens? I think I have seen the first one. No. So what happened? I, I surprisingly know this movie really well because I have sisters that watched it. Uh-huh. Um, her best friend, who they've had like a pact where if they turn 30, they're going to marry each other or something. Got it. The week before his 30th birthday... He announces that he's engaged to Cameron Diaz and Julia Roberts. Like the th- actress or a character played by her? I think they're one and the same. Oh, okay. Um, Julia Roberts actually is very much in love with him and tries to sabotage the wedding. Um, she brings along her gay friend to pretend to be her fiance. Okay. But then like shenanigans ensue and uh, finds out that her best friend kind of loves her too but she actually loves cameron diaz more and it's her getting closure and then dancing with her gay friend at the end nice and i said that not meaning to be derogatory it just yeah. it suggests like it could go somewhere but i don't think it's fair for us to assume that he's going to change his right sexual orientation <laughs> okay yeah that's a little oh so the the gay guy is the best friend now yeah he's oh, the new best got friend it. got it got it got it um Yes, that's probably not a good thing to assume. Um, I, I feel like that's what they were implying in the 1990s when this came out. Yeah. We know better. What if we did a segment? We'd have to prepare for it. But what if we just like fixed racist and sexist oh, that could be and interesting. bigotist movies? Bigotist, yeah. People who hate bigots. <laughs> I'm bigotist. Um, I'm the bigotist. Bigotist. <laughs> the biggest bigotist. The Adventures of Babysitting. That's a movie in Chicago. Oh, I've seen that one. While You Were Sleeping. I haven't seen that one. I thought that was New York. I think I've just seen the last scene of that one. I mean, I could go more into My Best Friend's Wedding. All right. Apparently, I love that movie. It's My Best Friend's Wedding. What if... Give me a minor character. Who is a minor character in that movie, then? Um... I mean, I guess the the gay friend could be a somewhat minor character who who would be very logical to now be a posi- a, a more main character, but it seems like a weird twist. What what if this? What if this? Was there any like secret love for Cameron and Ferris Bueller? There wasn't. Because what if what if he has a new best friend? Okay. Oh, that's, well, <laughs> I mean, that would make sense. That's not Ferris Bueller because Ferris Bueller ditched him, ran off with Sloane. They went into huge crippling debt, yeah. and they're now homeless and living on the streets and not having a day. Well, they're literally having a day off every day. Yeah. But he's kind of moved on. He's got a new best friend, and it is Julia Roberts. Okay, so here's the, here's the other thing that I'm going to argue. Cameron is not at all a minor character in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The movie is about Cameron. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cameron is like the main character, in my opinion. But neither of them are going to be the Pittsburgh Poisoners. Oh, so you're saying Cameron is a minor character in My Best Friend's Wedding. Yeah. Since they both happen in Chicago. No, the Pittsburgh Poisoner <laughs> is the teacher. 
This is hard. I tap out. <laughs> Monologue. Okay. So the teacher from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Ben Stein, is now the Pittsburgh Poisoner. And he and Cameron, maybe, okay, maybe Cameron has to repeat, Do he has to do summer school with the teacher. Keep in mind they're like 50 years old now. That's right. So he's not, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's not going to work. Um, Cameron is now a teacher. Um, after taking a very refreshing sip of Mountain Dew, uh, this episode is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Go drink it. It's good for you. I, I've had some clarity. <laughs> I don't think we can do my best friend's wedding and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So let's just go Ferris Bueller's Day Off because okay. you're the excited one today. <laughs> okay. And you're excited about it. So there's some energy. Okay. Um, Cameron is now a teacher at their high school because he hasn't moved on. A principal. He's the he's the new principal. Okay. Yes. Yes. And there's yes. a new Ferris. Yes. And what if they just... F- okay. The student man maybe like put on a shelf a little bit. What if we just find out Ben Stein was the Pittsburgh Poisoner at the time of the first movie? <laughs> and he's coming back to exact revenge on the same high school that Cameron is now principal of. Yes. Okay. And Ben Stein was all... What if Ben Stein is an immortal character? He's immortal and he is the Pittsburgh Poisoner. And he's probably a lot older now, but he still probably looks like an old guy what if it is a mystery aspect where we do think it is the principal from the first movie the whole time twist when he comes okay. to poison them we actually hear that sweet savory tones going poison oh i thought, I thought you were gonna say poison Choom, bow, bow. that's what i thought you were gonna say when you said sweet uh whatever you just said anyway words um i just love that your your ben stein from ferris bueller impression sounds so much like the jaws theme like very much um so he just comes up to people and says, poison, poison, and then he poisons them? You don't, like, sneak up on someone to poison them. No, he says it after he oh, poisons okay. them. okay. Got it. I love doing it in the Jaws theme now. <laughs> <laughs> um, There could be sharks. It could take place. There's probably, like, a famous <laughs> Chicago... Uh, uh, There's the lake, whatever lake that is, Lake Michigan or whatever. <laughs> Brian... Words are so hard in the morning. I was about to say aquarium. What? For aquarium. <laughs> I actually had no idea where you're going with aquarium. <laughs> I think I need to tap out again. Okay. The, mo- <laughs> the movie's called Aquiram. <laughs> and it's about Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off becoming the principal of his school and trying to hunt down the Pittsburgh poisoner who has poisoned... The biggest shark in the aquarium. <laughs> it could be aquarium high where they go to. Okay. That would make a little more sense. It probably has a name. I don't want this to devolve into total madness. However, you did hit on something that I think is great. Poisoning uh, sharks. <laughs> no, that's actually not great. Okay. Um, I do like this aspect of Cameron. He's stuck at where he's at. He had this great moment of like, we assume he's going to step up to his dad at the end of Ferris Bueller's Day Off about yeah. the car and everything. He's a man, but then he just gets complacent again. And like Maybe you he- said, he literally stays where he's at, but he gets to this midlife crisis. That's kind of a bummer of a thing to do on a sequel. They do it all the time where it's like, oh, let's reverse all of the growth this character had so that we can make them grow again. I think he's very happy. I think he like, that was absolutely his choice. It was like, I am... Like, taking control of my life, and he discovers that, oh, I can make a difference by becoming a school principal. I think we have to go positive, but then midlife crisis. 
perfect. What if, what if this? He has a midlife crisis because he no longer has any inspiration on his students. Okay. And there is the new version of a Ferris Bueller, which is they're not like they're not Ferris at all. They're okay, not like li- they're not living life, but they're being very uh, uh I'm going to stop you there cuz you're floundering. <laughs> What if he has to be the Ferris Bueller to a student? Yeah, that's what I'm okay. trying to get at. That's what I thought this, you were getting at. This guy is like very emo, very depressed. Yeah. Let me say that again. This guy is very like, what's the point? Like, yeah. I just want to get through school. I don't care about having adventures. I don't care about being happy. I just... he Maybe he thinks he, 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 there's no chance he'll go to college. Like, what's the point, you know? He's he's actually a Cameron. He's yeah. not he's not a Ferris. Yeah, he's so totally, Cameron has he's a to Cameron. be a Ferris. Yes, perfect. It's a great reversal actually. And this guy whose name is Harris is a Cameron. Okay, cool. And it's called Harris Bueller. <laughs> is it Ferris Bueller's son? It could be Ferris Bueller's son. But Ferris is dead. But uh, Ferris died. Ferris died. And Sloan. Ferris and Sloan died. And this kid <laughs> lives with his aunt and uncle, and at the end he gets bit by a radioactive spider. So he lives with Jeannie, or whatever her name is. Yes. Okay. Um, so Jeannie and her son Harris, her nephew Harris. But, and so he, Ferris dies, and so that's where Harris is like, what's yes. the point? Yeah. Being adventurous is... My dad was awesome, right? Like, he yeah. was so cool, but then he died I in... I can't be happy He died anymore. in the aquarium. He he died in the aquarium. He tried swimming in the aquarium, and he got eaten by a shark. <laughs> because the shark was poisoned by delusional poison. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's not like actual poison in the sense that it's killing people. It's poison in the sense Poisoning that their mind. it's making these fish go crazy. Yeah. And that's a bad thing. And I think we'll put a, a scene in the, to very clearly explain, like, sharks are not violent animals. Because we want to protect the reputation of the noble shark. No, I do think we need the Jaws music yeah. playing the whole time. I think we do. But we also... Maybe... And maybe we have a fun scene where it's playing and then teacher man... The Pittsburgh Poisoner okay, yes, is singing yes. Poison along yes, yes, to the yes, out of yes, yes, yes. out of movie music. <laughs> okay, it's making sense. So we get it, we keep getting flashbacks of how Ferris died. Let this is us style. Okay, so throughout the movie we keep flashing back, and you know Ferris died. It's explained early on, right? But you don't know how. But then it slowly builds to the teacher poisoning the shark to be delusional to eat Ferris when he goes swimming in the aquiram. Yes. Yes. Okay. But that's not the main story. But it is there. Okay? That's the flashback story. That's the unraveling of the mystery. Yeah. That Cameron is trying to solve. Yeah. And then a crockpot will explode. That's unrelated, but that's from This Is Us. Yes. Yes. Um, so, yes. I really like the event. Okay. So, it's Cameron. It's Harris. And it's Jeannie. And Sterling This Ca- is the new trio. Cameron, Harris, and Jeannie. But their roles are all switched up. Yes. Yes. Because Jeannie's kind of chill now. She's yeah. She's had her Martin Sheen love. and Yes. I and, forgot that was Martin Sheen. And now she's Sloan, essentially. Is she married to Martin Sheen? I think so. Okay. We say it off screen, and yeah. we literally call him Martin Sheen. Yeah. Okay. Like, we, I don't know what that character's name is. Yeah. Um, I do think Sterling K. Brown needs to be in this, because we mentioned him in the beginning, and we've been yes. mentioning This Is Us quite a bit. Maybe he's the new boring teacher. Because I feel like that's a really good role him. reversal. He could also be a waiter in a fancy restaurant. Or the mater d' or whatever. Yeah. The pater d' is it different for men? I don't know. Um, 
I think Mater D means mother. And I do like this idea that we could have this never-ending cycle where Sterling K. Brown then becomes the next murder in Ferris 3. <laughs> yes. Okay. That works for me. Um, okay, what are some hijinks they can get up to that would be fun with Cameron, Jeannie, and the new child, Ferris? Harris. Hey, so the child what, Ferris named Harris. Harris, yes. Yeah. Uh, they steal a car from Cameron's dad in the first one. Okay. I think at this time... Does Cameron have a nice car now? He definitely has a nice car, so there's not a big deal of stealing a nice car because they already have one. Yeah. But they could steal a little plane. Or is that too... They could steal a boat. I think they steal a boat. A really nice yacht. And go explore and study the behavior of sharks. So Harris... Harris wants to... Harris does not want to be like his father anymore. Yes. Right? Growing up, he adored him and worshipped him. But then he died being reckless. So he's like, I'm not going to be reckless And now he wants to be Orin from Parks and Rec. Yes. And maybe he's played by Orin from Parks and Rec. That's... He's probably too old. We can use young makeup. Okay, cool. That's what Hollywood does anyways. Yeah, Holly weird. Um, is it too much Cameron becoming his father if he already has the nice car? Let's say he has a fine car. No, because I think, I think he is very much the contrast. Like, he's showing all those things that his dad did that yeah. made him look like a bad guy. You can have all those things oh, okay. and be fine. It's not that's a good message. The stuff that makes you who you are. It's what you do with that stuff. Yeah. And we see him driving his car, but like, it's okay. He'll let his son drive it, and I think his son's yeah. in the movie, but like, is just chilling in school doing his own yeah. thing. I think his son He's is actually, fine. He's doing great. In school. His son is doing the Gina role. Uh, it was Gina, not Gina, Genie, yeah. Genie, the Genie role, and his son is actually like very put out. That he got left behind on this adventure. That's very good. Until he finds Smart Sheen and finds love. So Jeannie's... So Jeannie's but husband. Not, but not actual Martin Sheen. Oh, a different Martin Sheen. A different Martin Sheen. Okay. We we CGI uh, a Hank Pym style Martin Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could just do Emilio Estevez. Because after okay. our last episode, we found out they're brothers. And yeah. that will be a cool flashback. <laughs> That's good. But it is going to be Hank Pym style CGI make him younger. Yes, yes, of course. Um, they just like pull clips from Breakfast Club. Yeah, perfect. Into it if it's in a high school. Um, okay, okay, hold on. I had something. This is really good. I actually like would enjoy this movie, I think. I think we got to a point where it's like, okay, this is cool. So Cameron is like, okay, I'm going to recreate that day off because it changed my life, right? I see a lot of me in in Harris, right? So I'm going to take my fancy car. I'm going to drive him to some to somewhere he'd be interested in. Maybe he's going to face... You were talking about him, them going to study sharks, I think is cool. Faces the his That's fears. like their museum time. Yeah. Um, so they're going to the aquarium. That's... what. A, okay, but I like the idea of stealing a boat. So they go to Lake Michigan, which I think is the one and next I think to they it. just like sail along the coast of Lake Michigan. Yes. Just hit all the stops. They go to, like, a hockey game instead yes. of a baseball game. But what if they... Here's what I, where I'm going. What if he... They drive the car, right? But he realizes, wait, it wasn't the car. It was stealing. So we steal a boat. Yes. Yeah. Like, they, they get turned away by Sterling K. Brown at the docks. Because they're going to go ride a ferry or something. Yes. And Sterling Brown yes. is like, oh, whoa, whoa. Sorry. It, you're too late or something. They're sold yes. out. But instead, they see, like, a yacht down in the harbor and they're like let's do this it it yacht to be the answer yeah that, that we steal this yes okay your brain's back you did it you made <laughs> a, little, a bad pun a little bit a little it's bit. getting there okay uh what happens when they're out on the boat then um 
seagulls come. You can't do quite as many hijinks out on the boat. I think we do some Ferris Bueller's Day Off style stuff in the city still. Yes. Sort of recreate a few key scenes. Yeah. And, and that's then what... they steal the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they could stop along the way. I So, yeah, they go to a hockey game. They go to um, Cameron does like, I am the. They go to a Red Wings game. They go to a Red Wings. Because he, he's a big Red that's Wings fan. That's Detroit. They still go to one because he's a big fan. They go to Detroit. They go to Detroit. It's, yeah. This takes place in Detroit now. Yeah. Um, a little bit closer to the Pittsburgh Poisoners territory. Makes sense, um, I guess. <laughs> and I think we need to make Detroit look good. I feel like Detroit gets poo-pooed on. Yeah, a lot we got to revitalize Detroit. Um, I think we should they go to a people... car factory. Yeah. But it's everyone <laughs> having a great time, building cars. They steal a crappy beatdown car from that. Okay. And that's where you learn, like, it doesn't matter. It's just the thrill of stealing. Yeah. That makes it great. <laughs> that's and the that's moral of the story. Wanna, that's what we want to teach kids. <laughs> stealing is fun. No, I actually really, really, really like the idea of, like, okay, I'm going to take him to do all these fun things in Detroit. Yes. Let's find some great, some great tourist destinations in Detroit. I don't know of any, so I am Googling. I do, I do know a lot in Chicago, because I am planning out my trip to Chicago. Um, <laughs> but now you should extend that and go out to Detroit. Yes. Uh, I am going to Grand Rapids, so that's probably close. It's in the same state. So they go to the Belle Isle Park, which is an aquarium, zoo, park, and river. Uh, the Henry Ford. The Henry Ford? Yeah, it just says the Henry Ford. I think it's the Henry Ford Museum. Probably. Yeah. Renaissance Center, Detroit Institute. They definitely go to the Detroit Institute of Arts. Yes. Like the Chicago Institute of Art. The Detroit Zoo, Campus Mart. Okay, I, I cool. like this scene where like... But this is just a montage, right? Because in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, they go to the art museum kind of ironically. Like they're pretending to be yeah, into it, but yeah. they, they're not like really art enthusiasts. Yeah, they pose like, like the statues. I like this yeah. idea that Harris is like really into it. Yes. And that's kind of the spark where well, it's like... Just like Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, Cameron just kind of has, like, an out-of-experience, like, whoa. Yeah. Like, he just kind of rethinks his life. I think Harris actually is really into art. Yeah. And he gets excited. And that's kind of the spark that motivates Cameron going forward. Yeah. Is, like, let's get you to art school. Let's help you prep there. That's something you have a passion in. Yeah. You're good at it. And it builds off this idea of finding your strengths. Yeah. And living life to the fullest. You don't have to be exactly your dad. Yeah. Um, and I think in the end, we realize all these adventures, little too much. Yeah. Well, the interesting Ferris. thing is Cameron didn't become Ferris, right? Yeah. Like Ferris just kind of like got him going. And I think I, I, I do really like the idea of, I keep saying that, <laughs> Cameron uh, being like, okay, we did this on our day off. And so I'm going to do this. And he's looking for that spark. And he sees like the art thing and he's like, there it is. He did it. But then it's like still isn't quite there. And it does have to build up to them stealing yes. the boat. I think the stealing the boat is like the thing. He's like, wait, it wasn't about going and doing fun things. Uh -huh. It was doing. It was like breaking the rules a little bit and stealing a yacht. Yes. And in the end, it was the yachts we stole along the way. And then they are in an epic boat chase yeah. with the Pittsburgh Poisoner. Yeah. No, uh, I think Pittsburgh Poisoner has to be dead because he's just so old. Wait, he's like. Because he was in the flashbacks. Oh, he gotcha, was in the gotcha, killed Ferris. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. He was in the killed I Ferris. Was, I was thinking, how do we get into this whole thing? So, what is the who's like the antagonist of this then? Um, that's a good question. Because I was thinking of just normal, like, oh, it's the Coast Guard or whatever. But what, we do need someone that like has stakes, isn't it? Sterling K. Brown. Well, he was the teacher that was supposed to be like the dull, right? But what if he he could also serve the role of the, like the principal in the first one? 
that he, is like, I'm going to catch them. This kid's not going to cut my class. He could, or we open up to Principal Maroney having escaped from jail. Because I feel like he's on path to... Is that his name? I don't think I've ever known his name. Principal Maroney? I think so. Sure. Like Jenna Maroney? Probably. Okay, cool. Well, if it's not his name, it is now. Either way, the former principal, yeah. he's escaped from jail because he was on that path anyways. He like oh, breaks yeah. and enters all the time. Yeah. He's psychologically damaged, all that stuff. He, and he's trying to get his revenge. And Ferris and Sloan are already dead. So Cameron's the last one. Is he Are we? Are, is he the Pittsburgh Poisoner now? No, he's not. I think he kills the Pittsburgh Poisoner. Okay, cool. Because he wasn't able to kill Ferris and okay. Sloan. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. That's a good movie. Uh, and I hope there's by... not more because I can't do any more. Yeah. Um, John Hughes, who directed the first one. Okay. He's a good cool. director. Yeah. I hope he's still alive. I think he. I think we've looked this up before. <laughs> I think we thought, oh, let's have John Hughes direct this one, and then had to check. For some reason, back in my mind, I feel like something happened to him. He could just be retired. Uh, he did die in 2009. That's what it was. So, yes. Um, so we can't do John Hughes. Who's like the new John you know, Hughes? You know who we haven't haven't tapped in a long time? Les Anderson. Les Anderson. <laughs> Les Anderson, a favorite of the studio. Uh, Les Anderson's less successful brother. Yes. <laughs> Let's call Les Anderson up. Um, I don't think it fits that vibe, though. And I do think we need to be conservative on how much we use Les Anderson. Okay, we can't. He's like a once a year sort of thing. <laughs> well, we're probably getting there. Um, um, who would fit? Who's like, what about like a Seth Rogen type or a... What if it's Dan Fogle from This Is Us? Dan Fogle? He just directed an actual movie. It wasn't very good, but he directed one. He's he, got experience. He could handle the, the flashback format too very yeah. well. Uh-huh. All right, it's Dan Fogle. Okay. Um, what's it called? Harris Bueller's Day Off? I I want, like, some parody of that, of, like, Cameron's Day In or something. Cameron's Day In. Cameron saves the day. I love that, like, <laughs> none of the hooky aspect matters at all in this because he's yeah. with the principal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, nope. I think it's just Harris Bueller's Day Off. Harris Bueller's Day Off. Everyone will know it's a sequel. Because it's very... It's right there. Yeah. It's right there, and it's Harris Bueller's Day Off. What if it's Harris Bueller's Day Out? Day Out. Okay. Change it up a little bit. It's close enough so they'll see the connection. But it is like... Because then you see the difference of, with Ferris Bueller's Day Off... Because it's not hooky, in, right? He was initiating the adventures. Yeah. This time, he is being taken out by his principal, Harris Bueller is. Yes. And so... It's subtle. What ab- what about this? Ferris Bueller's Day Off colon legacy. <laughs> no. It's, it's it's a little too high-minded, maybe. It, it's a little too stupid. Okay, we won't do It's both even too in, high-minded and too stupid. Even in my sleep-deprived state, I know that's stupid. Okay, it's Harris Bueller's Day Out. Harris Bueller's Day Out. Just to make it two letters harder for me to Photoshop for the movie poster. <laughs> okay, um, let's call it a day then. Uh, you can find us on our Facebook uh, you can, which is just the Silver Screen Redemption. Our Twitter is at Screen Redeem. Our Instagram is at the Silver Screen Redemption. Or you can find all of it at SilverScreenPod.com. Uh, I'm Brian Perry. I'm Houston Bodley. And whether or not they need redemption, we'll be there.
any similarities to actual persons, living or dead is purely coincidental.